Bismillah, day 11 of the Ramadan series on Tazkiyah. Let's begin. Jannatu adnin tajri min tahtiya al-anhaaru khalidin fiha, wadhalika jazao man tazakka. Gardens of lasting bliss, graced with flowing streams, and there they will stay. Such is the reward of those who purify themselves. Surah Taha, verse 76. So that's the whole point of the series. We want to purify ourselves. We want to get those gardens of lasting bliss, inshaAllah. So we learned about the Islamic moral system yesterday and now we're going to learn about the many different features it has. So it has life and growth, beauty and truth, knowledge and vision, power and authority, justice and equity, mercy and love, and a unified hope. And so that's what we're covering today, what these feature features entail and what they have to do with self-development. So in Islam, one of the points for life and growth is that the aim of us as humans is to grow better, to grow better as Muslims, as humans, to grow to spread good and to be good. Islam doesn't merely focus on the like material or worldly gain or life, but it actually places an emphasis also on life after death. Through this focus, through focusing on what happens after life after death, we're able to like strive to act upon values that draw upon good. We have the verse Never think of those martyred in the cause of Allah as dead. In fact, they are alive with their Lord, well provided for. Surah Al-Imran, verse 169. And this verse literally highlights that those who follow Allah's ways, who adhere to it, those who die in the cause of Allah, they're blessed by Allah, they're provided for. And so for life and growth, as humans, we naturally try and strive to be better versions of ourselves and to be consistent and to be engaged in our good deeds and actions and try to just be constant. And so for beauty and truth, that is also emphasized in Islam. And we have the famous saying by the Prophet, Verily Allah loves beauty, or sorry, Verily Allah is beautiful and he loves beauty. And beauty here, actually, as we know, it just does. It doesn't just mean outward beauty, but it also means our inward beauty. And so we can permeate this beauty by infusing our own deeds and morals with it by pleasing Allah. And there's this famous um, <coughs> hadith. Um, say, there's sorry, not it's a, not a hadith. It's a saying: seek knowledge from the cradle to the grave. And we also have a hadith where the Prophet states. Whoever takes a path in search of knowledge, Allah will cause him to walk in one of the paths to paradise. Indeed, the angels will lower their wings in great pleasure with the one who seeks knowledge. And so this is for the knowledge and vision feature. So by increasing our knowledge, we're, we're adhering to morals, we're overcoming ignorance, we're saying goodbye to conventions and following the crowd and so for the next feature we have to understand that Allah has the greatest power and authority which can't be disregarded and there's this verse that reminds us of that say O Prophet O Allah Lord over all authorities, you give authority to whoever you please, you remove it from who you please, you honor whoever you please, and disgrace who you please. All good is in your hands. 
Surely you alone are most capable of everything. Surah Al-Imran, verse 26. So again, this verse as well just reminds us that Allah has all authorities. He is the most capable, the most powerful. Now for justice and equity, in the Islamic moral system, there are, these are actually two important features. We as Muslims should be practicing justice and being just and providing justice to everyone regardless of their where they come from, their backgrounds and that sort of thing. And we have this verse, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا كُونُوا قَوَّمُونَ لِلَّهِ شُهَدَاءَ بِالْقِسْلِ وَلَا يَجْزِي مِنَّكُمْ شُنْعُونَ قُوم you who have faith, stand firm for Allah as witnesses in equity, and let not the hatred of people cause you to not be just. Be just, for that is nearer to righteousness. Surah Al-Ma'idah, verse 8. So again, this verse is reminding us that we need to be just, and we can't let our hatred, our envy, our sadness, our emotions um, overcome our need to be just. Now we also have mercy and love, and I guess, well, without these two features, the moral system would be quite dreary and lifeless and ooh, just a bit scary. And so we actually know that Allah is the most merciful, He is Al-Wadud, the most loving, and so we as humans should be understanding and show love to others. And lastly, a unified goal. The Islamic moral system is just that, by encompassing all the values that I've just mentioned, they're all geared towards a single goal. Our deeds, our morals, our purpose. So they're all geared towards self-development, towards tasqiyah. And so when discussing morals, it can be important to reflect on the factors that motivate us to do good. And Islamically, one of the main, main, main factors is to please Allah. That's one of our the factors that motivates us to, get, to do good. Realizing that the many blessings and favors that Allah has bestowed us with, it allows us and motivates us to continue to do good and to be grateful. And so gratitude is another factor because Allah states in the Quran, And remember when your Lord proclaimed, if you are grateful, I will certainly give you more. But if you are ungrateful, surely my punishment is severe. Surat Ibrahim, verse 7. And so this is something to remind us that we need to be grateful because if we're not, then we're going to get God's punishment, which is severe. And another factor that can motivate us is the concern for the hereafter. And so by doing good on this earth, we're also trying to increase our chances of entering paradise. And there's also like competition, but of course that needs to be healthy. It's, it can be another factor because we want to excel in doing good. But there's also the other side of it. There's shame and guilt. And that can be another factor that motivates us to do good. And so today's moment to reflect is what prompts you to do good? What factors push you? So is it the pleasure of Allah? That should be one of them. But what other factors push you? And how can you continue this motivation and this need to excel in doing good? So that's what today's moment to reflect and now for dua Rabbi awzi'ni an ashkur ni'matika allati an'amta alayya wa ala walidayya wa an'amal salihan tartahu wa aslihi fi dhurriyati inni tub inni tubtu ilayka wa inni min al-muslimin My Lord enable me to be grateful for your favor which you have bestowed 
upon me and upon my parents, and to work righteousness of which you will approve and make righteous for me my offspring. Indeed, I have repented to you, and indeed, I am of the Muslims. And this dua is actually from the Quran, from Surah Al-Ahqaf, verse 15. So we've actually just finished chapter 2 with what I've just spoken about, and so inshallah tomorrow we'll start chapter 3, which actually like breaks down Tazkiyah and looks at each component in depth. So that's going to be exciting. And as usual, anything incorrect is from myself, and all good is from Allah, so forgive me for my shortcomings. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika, ashhadu anna la ilaha illa ant, astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Alhamdulillah, wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.